Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's the Morning Five, It's and it's brought to you by the Perian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, uh, we are at 18 days away, but you know what else is so special about today? What is that? Football is back. This week, we got high school scrimmages starting on Friday, and we have NFL preseason starting on Thursday, baby. It is the most glorious week of the year, in my opinion. Football is back. Chris, do you happen to look at social media overnight? Uh, A little bit here and there. Not much, but I dabbled. Did you happen to look at uh, maybe some posts from uh, the Morning Five? Uh, I haven't yet. No. What What were those posts about? I got to go to a football padded practice last night, and it was the first time pads were allowed to be on in the state of Georgia. It was so nice to see and hear, and oh my god, dude! Took videos. I took pictures. Oh, it's back! It's back! That was, like, <clears throat> that was like a pretty fun event out there, man. That looks awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And, and I I appreciate Coach PB allowing me to be out there and, and hanging out with him. And I got to see uh, Harrelson County up close and personal. Did you, uh, did you tell the kids to enjoy the weather from last night? Because it will not be that pleasant in the <laughs> padded practices coming up. <laughs> uh, even like when they were coming out of the out of the locker room last night they're like oh this, is, this weather is amazing all right um today is also homemade pie day oh homemade pie favorite homemade pie i don't know man that's a that's a tough that's a tough question um i do like apple pie cream pie pumpkin pie there's a lot of pies i'm not a i'm not a massive pie fan more of a cobbler guy but i can get down with some homemade pies i guess banana like um Banana cream pie, that's pretty good. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge pie guy, but I think if I had some homemade pie sitting in front of me, I might I might dabble a bit. More of a cobbler guy, but I could do some homemade pie. I ask for homemade pie for my birthday as opposed to cake, and I get uh, what's called chocolate pudding pie, um, and it is phenomenal. But anyway. Oh, nice. Nice. Not So you're a more pie guy than a cake guy? Yes, Absolutely. All right. For my birthday, I just asked for a bottle of bourbon. That's uh, no pies, no cakes, just a bottle of bourbon, please. That'll that'll be how I celebrate my birthday. Bryce, do you remember what uh, the Wicked Witch of the uh, West flew on? Uh, a broom, right? A, right. Right. I was going to say a house. The first thing that popped in my mind was house, and I knew that wasn't correct. That was what <laughs> fell on top of her. <laughs> a broom. 
A broom is what she flew on, I believe. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but I'm pretty sure it's a broom. <laughs> the Braves used those this weekend and swept the Diamondbacks right out of Atlanta. Got all three wins versus the D-backs. Friday night, they win 5-2. to two. Saturday night, they win 6-2. to two. And Sunday, they win with a walk-off win, one to nothing in the ninth. All right, so let's talk about Friday real quick. We may have an MVP candidate in Atlanta. It's very uh, possible, man. It's very possible. And at the beginning of the season, through halfway the season, through the season, I thought it might be Dansby. Um, now, I'm not taking anything away from Dansby's season. He's had a great season, but I think we have somebody else in Atlanta that might be leapfrogging Dansby as the MVP candidate here uh, for the Braves. Uh, Austin Riley, three RBIs on Friday uh, in the 5-2 to two win. Little... Little D with an RBI as well. Kyle Wright, six and two-thirds innings, two earned, five Ks. More of that, please. Yes, please. Yeah. More of that. Yeah. Can I take more of that? Yeah. I'll sign up for more of that, please. Uh, on Saturday, first win, six to two. William Contreras, Billy Bats, three RBIs. Olsen, Rosario, Arcia, all with an RBI. Ian Anderson, again, six innings, no runs, nine Ks. I'll take more of those too, please. You know, that comes off the back of us talking about Ian Anderson might be out of the rotation once Soroka comes back. Yeah. Uh, you know, he has a couple rough starts, and we're talking about is he, does Ian Anderson need to go down to AAA, figure something out when Soroka comes back, and then he goes up there, throws six scoreless and strikeouts and strikes out nine. I think he heard our criticism. <laughs> and the fun part is I didn't even watch this game, but I was listening to it on the radio, and they were like, Ian just looks different right now. Um, and maybe it was just because it was the Diamondbacks, I, but I don't care why. You just need a confidence boost at some point, and that should turn your season around. You know, I think this was the first weekend all year. I'm trying to go back. I think this might be the first weekend all year where I didn't listen to or watch a single inning of Braves baseball all weekend for a weekend set. I think this might be the first weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, just nothing came together where I had free time to watch it. But yeah, I don't think I watched or listened to a single inning of Braves baseball this weekend. And then on Sunday, Braves win one to nothing. Austin Riley walks us off the ninth on a game-winning double. Uh, and, and that double was just beautiful. Uh, Max Freed, seven innings pitched. Zero earned, five Ks. That's just stupid. Stupid. So... Overall, the Braves starting rotation, 19 and in two-thirds innings, two earned runs. And let me do the quick math, uh, 19 Ks over the weekend. And that's the strength of this Braves team, in my opinion, is the quality of starting pitching we have. I think I think uh, Austin, or Austin Riley, I think Max Freed is obviously our ace, uh, but there's not a massive drop-off when you leave Max Freed because you can get Ian Anderson giving his performance what he did on Saturday, Kyle Wright, uh, has all the tools in his toolbox to give us a repeat from what he did on Friday every single night out. Spencer Strider goes up there and just throws gas for five, six, seven innings. And then you have the wily old vet in Charlie Morton, who he's not going to go out there and shut you down for six innings, but he's going to hold you to a minimum um, amount of runs. So I, I think the, the starting uh, rotation is one of the biggest strengths for the Braves right now. And we're getting another weapon back in Soroka at some point, I would assume, uh, we mentioned this last week. I haven't heard anything about him coming back or when he's going to come back or a timetable or anything. Uh, but we would we would assume it would be, I, I don't know, maybe this month, maybe August. So this this starting rotation, man, is one of the best in baseball, in my opinion. 
And let's not forget what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is the Major League Baseball trading deadline, and you have to think that Double A is going to add because we do have some holes. I mean, we do. Um, it's just they're there, but it's not like some other teams. So it's it's going to be di- interesting. He's not going to add just to add, or you know, just like. Uh, conversation about the sec and the big 10 last week you're not going to add just to add but there there are some holes that we can look into what do you think we go for do we go for a utility infielder or an outfielder which one do you think we look yeah, for an outfielder with a, a left-handed bat outfielder mm. you know there's an outfielder in our division it's looking to be traded I wouldn't go for that one <laughs> well, go, hope springs eternal I hope springs go, eternal i would go for a left-handed bad outfielder that's uh maybe in the uh national league west uh who who are you looking who are you looking at there to just tell me who you're looking at there who's who you eyeing uh i don't know man he, he kind of wears he's a dude that likes to wear necklaces um necklaces yeah yeah he likes he likes to wear necklaces flavor flav is that who you're talking about <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what AA does I don't think we're going to pull off anything massive here I don't think you're going to see a trade deadline like we had last year uh, I think it'll be small little trades maybe to plug and play somebody in the outfield utility player and I don't think we're going to trade for an everyday player here do what we didn't think it was that massive last year let's think back last year we didn't think that, that those trades were huge trades I mean honestly I think they were huge trades because we were buyers and not sellers of the trade line, which we all said we should have been. I think, I, I mean, you know, maybe not the trades were massive, but I think the fact that we traded for people and bought people instead of selling was massive because I, I know I did, and I'm pretty sure you did, and I think our good friend Matt Skinner said the same thing, that we should have been sellers. Like, this team was not a team that should be buying. I think the... Oh, the no. circumstances around the trades were were massive. I was saying sell. That was that was the argument that we had. He was saying buy. I was saying sell. Mostly because he had he had season tickets and he was like, I oh. <laughs> wanted to make his money back. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. But yeah, I guess I guess the moves last year themselves for the players weren't massive. But the fact that we were buying and not selling when we were six hundred and twenty five games out of the playoffs was was a massive kind of mind shift i guess for most of the fans that's fair Braves are currently four back in the lost column to the mets we can start a three-game set with the phillies tomorrow we do have the day off uh unfortunately the the fish decided to screw us and uh didn't win a single game all weekend good job fish way to go fish way to go fish thank you thank you fish all right uh how did united do on saturday well, if uh, if you just want to buy points, you know, you go on the road and you get a draw, that should be good. So if you just go buy points earned, then it was okay. It was fine. We went up to Chicago, drew nil-nil, uh, no goals in the entire game. Wasn't the most exciting game I've ever seen Atlanta United play, I'll be honest with you. I, I kind of zoned out quite a bit. Uh, wasn't a lot of action going on. And I know non-soccer fans are going to go, well, there's no action in all soccer games. That's wrong. That's wrong. There are a lot of action in a lot of soccer games. Uh, but the Atlanta versus Chicago one this weekend, I don't know, man. It just didn't didn't have a lot of flair to it. It was very odd. It was very stale. Uh, so I really I'm struggling 
on how to feel after this game because strictly on points, I should feel good. We went away, we went to Chicago, and we got a draw 0-0. We come back with a point. I should feel good at that. But at some point, this Atlanta United team, because of past performances early in the year, has to overachieve at some point to make the playoffs. We have to earn three points on the road. We need to solidify home and earn three points every time we play at home. We need to go on the road against these big opponents and earn three points. So at some point, we have to overachieve. The defense looked solid. They played well together and didn't let the typical few mental lapses ruin their day. Although an all-sides call did save Alan Franco from looking like an idiot. Uh, Chicago went up 1-0 at one point in the game, but it was reversed because of an all-sides call. So it went back to 0-0, stayed 0-0 the entire game. Uh, At times in the game, it did feel like we were out. Uh, we didn't have any forwards out there playing. It was really weird. The offense didn't look like we had forwards out there playing at some points, but Joseph and Ronaldo were both on the field for the majority of the game. I'm not sure if pairing those two in the starting 11 is the answer. Uh, I think maybe starting Joseph. I think Joseph and Dom play well off of each other. I'm not so sure that Joseph and Ronaldo play uh, well off of each other. I think Ronaldo may need to be just a straight substitute. Uh, And then Tiago Almada was inserted back into the starting lineup, which was fantastic to see. That's where he needs to be. He played all 90 minutes alongside Joseph Martinez. Uh, Almada did provide in moments, but his teammates didn't capitalize on him. Almada kind of did Almada things. He provided great passes, great through balls for his teammates, never capitalized on him. Uh, And even Almada himself had a couple opportunities to score, but he couldn't convert. Uh, it's just one of those days, man, and I feel like Atlanta has more of those days than not, uh, where they're where they're getting good shots on goal, but nothing's going in. It's so weird. I feel like that's been Atlanta's mo recently. Is oh, you know, we outshot them, we got a lot of shots on goal, but we didn't put any in the back of the net, and I don't know why. Um, Gutman came in, which is nice to see him in. He was a workhorse for Atlanta before he got hurt, so he is. He came in and looked healthy running around, came in for Arujo. Dom Dwyer came in and got his typical yellow. So that was nice to see Dom, uh, you know, kind of carrying out tradition there in the 90, like the 95th minute or something of stoppage time. We're still only two points away from the playoffs, though, with 12 games left. So all hope is not lost. But this team at some point has got to turn it on. And like I said earlier, they have to overachieve at some points in this uh, season. Yeah, it's. We've got to get down to where, I mean, we're 12 games left. Yep, 12 games left. Crunch time for Atlanta United. We need to start playing better. No doubt. Six at home, six at home, six away. Um, I think we probably need, we're at 20, we're at 25 points now. And usually somewhere around 43 to 45 makes the playoffs. So we need to turn it on, man. I know we're only two back, two points back of the playoffs, but we need to turn it on quick. All right, Bryce. Uh, last week, training camp began. What kind of updates do you have across the, the field? Yeah, so uh, so training camp for everybody. Everybody is in training camp now. All teams. It's not just rookies. It is all teams. Uh, so this weekend, the Falcons ended practice early after a brawl, and Marcus Mariota was named starting quarterback for your Atlanta Falcons. Billy, how do you feel about Marcus Mariota already being named quarterback? I have 100% of behind this. 100%. We're good. Probably the only the only option they had, you would think, right? You have to go with the veteran and say that the veteran's going to be the, the starting quarterback. You can't go ahead and throw in the third-round pick. 
this early in the season, you can't just assume that. So maybe he'll take over mid mid year, like we talked about on uh, was it Thursday that we had the Falcons preview? Uh, yes. Maybe we're looking there, but you know, Marcus Mariota being named starting quarterback, not a surprise, not to me at least. And Billy, a fight also broke out in Bill's camp when someone hit Josh Allen. That's the big no-no of training camp. You don't touch your quarterback, especially when your quarterback is as talented and heralded as Josh Allen. Yeah, that's a big no-no. There's a reason they wear non-contact jerseys. You, you don't want to hit the quarterbacks. You know, do you know why you don't want to hit or hurt the quarterbacks, Billy? Uh, because you screw up the quarterback. And look what happened with Mike Vick back in the, the mid-2000s. Billy, the correct answer is quarterbacks are not football players. That's why you don't want to hit them. Oh, they can't, you know. Bad. They don't, yeah, they don't want to take hits. You know, don't make them ouchy. Don't make football players, you know, don't don't hurt the quarterback. Uh, Tua, and, Tua and Tyreek are looking like the chemistry is building as Tua was dropping 60-plus yard bombs to his new weapons. I know there was a lot of talk around, could Tua throw it hard enough and far enough for Tyreek? Uh, that didn't seem to be an issue so far in training camp. Tua looks laser-pointed with uh, his new weapon down there in Miami. Yeah, the, I'm really interested to see what that uh, division's going to look like. The AL, or the AL, the AL <laughs> uh, looks uh, pretty strong. Because you got the Bills, yeah. Dolphins, you got the Patriots, and I'm missing one. Bills, Jets. Thank you. They, well, you, you. You can forget about the Jets. Yeah, that's that's, that's fine. I forgot about Jets, Jets fans forgot about the Jets. <laughs> Uh, Baker has a slight edge over Sam Darnold in Carolina for the starting quarterback job, but apparently he is making great strides. Apparently he isn't making great, great strides. Uh, sources say that Panthers are frustrated with the lack of progress they have seen in Baker Mayfield. Billy, who starts at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, and does that quarterback, barring injury, finish out the season as the starting quarterback for the Panthers? I would still assume Baker continues to start darnell i know darno's coming he he played last year but i can't i can't foresee them having baker on the on the bench as the number two it's just it's unfathomable yeah i'd be shocked if, it was, if baker was on the bench i mean you trade for a guy you expect to start him so I, barring Christian McCaffrey's injury woes rubbing off on Baker Mayfield, I think he is the starting quarterback, and I think he is the starting quarterback for the entire season unless he gets hurt, obviously. Right. Uh, also going on more quarterback controversy, Billy, Steelers' quarterback situation is wide open. Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, and Kenny Pickett are still in the battle, and all are getting first-team reps. Who comes out of training camp as the starting quarterback right there in that situation, you think? I think it would have to be between Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph. No offense to Kenny Pickett. It's just one of those things I think you... I mean, then again, it's the Steelers, so they, they're they not afraid to start a rookie quarterback. They've seen that happen before. Um, but you know who's having a really good camp up in the Steelers? George 4K. George yes, he is. Balling out. Massive camp. So um, Georgia fans are not surprised to hear that. I can tell you that much. If, if Georgia fans haven't seen any of the video on George Pickens, uh, up there in the Steelers camp making some of the absurd catches that he's making. I highly encourage everybody to go on social media and just look up Steelers training camp because some of the catches he's making I mean one-handed over the shoulder just circus catches. It's pretty entertaining. They had like a, no the Steelers put out like a two and a half minute video of it yesterday. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go with Mason Rudolph as a starting quarterback. I think he, he starts and I think 
Kenny Pickett's going to be the two. Mitch Trubisky's going to be the three. I think Kenny Pickett will get a chance to start, but I think they start the season with Mason Rudolph. I think he comes out of there as the as the quarterback. Browns are apparently okay with starting Jacoby Brissett at quarterback in Deshaun Watson if Deshaun Watson's suspension is not a full year. Are you comfortable if you're a Browns fan with Jacoby Brissett going under center with as talented as that team is? Or would you trade for like a Jimmy Garoppolo guy to uh, try to bridge the gap until Watson can come back if he's suspended at all? We still don't know. He's going to be suspended. The numbers that I saw this weekend were as high as 12 games. So that's going to be that's massive for a year. Yeah. Uh, if it, if it's twelve games, I think um, Deshaun Watson's team said they are going to counter sue the NFL. It's just insane. Uh, but, but I mean, great rumor about that, Billy. If he gets twelve games, we are going to get the massage videos uh, that coming out with Robert Kraft in yeah. in New England. So you know, there's there, there's a bright side there if you're not a Browns fan. Um, on Brissett though, I don't know, man. I at that point. You have to think that the Browns are, are going to try to have a good season. And why would you bury it with having a subpar quarterback? Because no, no offense to Brissett, but he's just not there for me. He's just not a great quarterback for me. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that for sure. Uh, and in Dallas, Zeke is taking second team reps. Apparently, Tony Pollard is uh, out there producing at training camp and outperforming Zeke in training camp. I'm pretty sure you mentioned this on the Dallas preview. You you talked about Zeke was going to have to be the number two behind Pollard. I I think it's the right move, man. In, unless Zeke does something early on in the season, I think Tony Pollard's a better running back at this point in his career. I think Zeke's going downhill. I know last year he had injuries and he's down about 20 pounds this year from where he was last year. I just like Tony Pollard more and I'm I'm a Dallas fan and an Ohio State fan, but when when the writing is clear on the wall, Zeke should not be the number one anymore. It should be Tony Pollard, unless the the OC out there in Dallas thinks Tony Pollard is more production in his uh, RB two role uh, matchup wise. You know, I can understand that, but I, I think Tony Pollard's a better producer, and at this point in their career, I think he's a better all around back than Zeke is. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun because uh, we've got the. All of Fame games coming up, what, Thursday? Yes, sir. Was it Raiders versus Jags? Is that who it is? Pumped up, man. I am so pumped up for this. Ugh. It's football season, baby. It's football season. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, and let me throw this out there. Later this week, we'll have high school sports to talk about on the Marine South scoreboard. And I cannot wait. Not wait. I'm stoked, man. I'm so excited. Softball. We've got volleyball to put in the, on there. There's so much going on. And then uh, on Friday, we've actually got, I think, uh, I want to say like four or five uh, football scrimmages to talk about. So uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. Four or five, I think. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but yeah. And, and a couple uh, Mount Zion versus Temple, I know, is one of them. Villarica is going down in LaGrange. Bowden. And I forget the other ones. Yeah, Bowden. Who's Bowden? Heard County? Is that is that who Bowden's playing? Yep. Yeah, so yeah, we have a, we have a couple scrimmages coming up this week that I'm stoked for on Friday. All right, the Marines at scoreboard. Uh, let's talk about the National League East. The Phillies beat the Pirates 8-2. to two. Cardinals beat the Nationals 5 to nothing, And the Mets beat the Marlins 9-3. to three. Way to go, Fish. Just completely just 
turn over and just let them rub your belly all weekend. Just flopping around, flopping around, fish out of water. Uh, on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight, uh, the Marlins face off against the Cardinals and the Nationals now start a series against the Nets. So uh, let's, let's go, go Nationals. Let's go Nats. All right, Billy, you ready for another cup of coffee this morning, man? You have no idea how bad I need one. <laughs> uh, another cup of coffee this morning brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. My mom's actually meeting with Hannah again today, I believe, to see if uh, Hannah can sell that house. I'm, I'm sure she can, but that house is in, uh, is in need of uh, deep repairs. So we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see what she can get out of it. Billy, some sad news over the weekend. Boston Celtics great Bill Russell, 11-time NBA champion, passed away at the age of 80. Eight. I did not know Bill Russell was 88. I was I was shocked when I saw he passed, but then when I saw he was 88, I was like, I didn't know he was that old. That's crazy. That's a top 20 NBA player of all time. I mean, uh, and a lot of people would argue top 10. Um, Bill Russell was just great. Just flat out yep. great. I, I, he's in my top five. The whole point of playing games is to win games, and, Bo- and Boston Celtics great. Bill Russell was the greatest at winning games. You look at high school, you look at college, you look at the NBA. He was an 11-time NBA champ. Uh, he won the national championship, I believe, three times with UCLA. In high school football, he won the state championship like two or three years in a row. Uh, you play to win the game, and Bill Russell was one of the greatest at doing that. Yeah. He's in peace to the Russell family. Guys uh, at 88. That's tough. It's old. Billy. Oh, yeah. He yeah. had a great life. On the links, Billy, Tony Finau wins the Rocket Mortgage for the second straight PGA Tour victory. I am a massive, massive Tony Finau fan. He is by far my favorite golfer on the Live Tour or the PGA Tour right now. Uh, so I am I am super stoked that he has back-to-back PGA Tour wins. I would love to see this guy get a major win. Um, he's talented enough. He's definitely talented enough. He just He's never put it together. So congratulations to Finau and his entire family on back-to-back PGA Tour victories. That's good, awesome. Good for Finau. That's, he needs this because there's been a while that he – just hasn't been able to put together four rounds and he's he's done that the past two tournaments so good on it seems like he gets a case of the rory's like he'll have one or two good rounds and then he'll have the saturday and sunday are just terrible you know uh i i hate it for him i don't know when the next major is i would assume it's the tour championship at east lake here uh i think that's the next major the next major is the masters no Uh, uh, well yeah that's not a major you're right you're right that's not a major I, can't, I always forget the Tour Championship isn't a major. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I always forget that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. April of next year for the Masters. And yeah, the Tour Champion... I don't know when the Tour Championship is. It's in like a month or two, I think. I, always for, I don't know why that's not a, why that's not a major. Um, I don't know. Uh, Billy, Ric Flair last night, 73 years old, gives a classic performance in winning his final wrestling match uh one of our uh, friends i believe was in attendance for this wrestling match was he not yes uh play harden was in attendance and he had a ball man he you could just tell how, how happy he was from his facebook post so good on good on play being able to see rick flair's final uh wrestling match yeah that was pretty that was pretty cool man i would have loved to love to been there and seen that rick flair all-time great and you got to go to SmackDown with with the boys and and the fam on uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah, we went to we went to SmackDown Friday night before SummerSlam on uh, Saturday night. 
One of the coolest things I've ever been to, Billy, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I think I had more fun than the kids did. That was one of the most entertaining two and a half hours of my entire life. It's that was entertainment. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I probably had more fun there than every sporting event I've ever been to, but one. I can only think of one sporting event that is that I've ever enjoyed more than SmackDown that I went to on Friday night. It was amazing. Uh, Debo Samuel this weekend, massive, massive contract, three year, seventy three point five million dollars with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he deserves every penny of that, man. The usage rating that he goes through and the stuff that the offense asked Debo Samuels to do, 100% deserves every single penny of that contract. Yeah, I, I agree. Debo is somebody that needs needed a big contract, and, and good, good on San Francisco giving it to him. He's a freak wide receiver and running back, essentially. I mean, he takes equal snaps at wide receiver and running back, so it would make sense that he gets a contract that is kind of you know, you take a wide receiver contract and a running back contract and pair it together. $73.5 million out in Indy. Tyler Reddick does win at the road course out there. I picked AJ Allmendinger, but Tyler Reddick uh, captures the NASCAR Cup Series win out there in Indy. We'll have a more uh, in-depth breakdown of that on Track Talk this week. And Max Verstappen, my pick, wins in Hungary and extends his championship lead. Uh, he is pretty much the de facto F1 champion now. There's no way feasible for anybody to catch up to him, uh, and it's over. It's over. It's pretty much we're at the we're at the midway point. It is the summer break, and the F1 championship is already over. Max Verstappen has already won it. Well, good on Max Verstappen. Oh, Mr. Maxi. Uh, some more F1 news that we will breeze past. Fernando Alonso to join Aston Martin in 2023. Uh, the former two-time world champion uh, was with Renault and he is now going over to Aston Martin. Big news that we will also cover on Track Talk this week. Billy, today in 1976, reigning world F1 champion Nicky Lauda of Austria suffers a near fatal crash during the German Grand Prix at the Nürburgring Motorsports Complex in Nürburgring, Germany. Uh, if nobody has seen it and they are a motorsports fan, I highly encourage people to watch the movie Drive. Uh, it's a movie about Nicky Lauda, and it's a uh, it's pretty pretty crazy. The guy is a, a unique person, and he nearly died in a car fire at the Nurburgring in 1976. And he went on to uh, kind of make Mercedes what it is today, and bring a lot of safety stuff into the sport. So it's an interesting documentary if if nobody's seen it and they are motorsports fans. It was Drive was the name of it. I believe that's the name of it. I might have that wrong. That might be the stupid Sylvester Stallone F1 movie. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up. I think it's Drive. I drive was uh, Ryan Gosling. Um, it might, maybe. I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was Drive or Driven. No, that's not it. I don't remember what it is. Honest. Rush, Rush. Excuse me. The name of the movie is Rush. I don't know what the hell Drive is. <laughs> drive. <laughs> Rush. Rush is it? I don't know what Drive is. I don't think I've ever seen Drive. <laughs> it's got Chris Hemsworth in it, though. Rush does. Bryce, we had a tough weekend for our locals. Um, uh, so we need to bring this up. And, and since we are a local podcast, we we need to talk about this. Um, first of all, uh, unfortunately, one of the city of Mount Zion is mourning right now. Um, they lost one of their graduates, this recent graduates. Um, to a, a shooting over the weekend at, at the square. Dude, it's... The story is just... It's ridiculous. 
I, I just don't understand it, man. I, I've read the story over and over again. It's I don't I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm, I'm lost for words. Like why? I, I just don't I don't know, man. I, I don't understand it. Um, our thoughts to the Jones family. Anna Jones was was murdered over the weekend, um, and it's just I, I hate it. I hate it for the Jones family, and um, I hope uh, the guy who who is. He's in jail right now. I hope he suffers in jail for the rest of his life. I really do. Um, and then thoughts and prayers to Hunter Huey, her county football player, uh, was in an ATV accident over the weekend. Uh, that's just... it. You worry, and that's just something you worry as a coach. Let's, let's not do anything wild and crazy during the offseason so we don't have any issues and... Unfortunately, this happens, um, you know, because accidents happen. But I hate it. I hate it for the Huey family and uh, for Heard County. You got anything else, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on Monday. Start our week off. It is a football week, so we have that to look forward to on Friday. Yes, sir. All right. For Bryce Farling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.